Thank you for listening to the Made in the Americas podcast. This podcast covers various topics impacting the 21st century workforce from the perspective of DHL executives in the Americas. I'm Lynn Anderson with the Communications, Sustainability, and Brand Americas team. For this podcast on leadership, we have Oscar Bach, member of the Board of Management and Global CEO for DHL Supply Chain. Oscar, thank you for joining us and talking to us about leadership today. Thanks, Lynn. Uh, pleasure to be here today. So you have a very extensive career working and leading teams throughout the world. Can you share what is one leadership style or technique that you've adopted that you find to be most effective? Yeah, I think um, o- over the years, um, I've learned uh, that it's crucial to, um, uh, it's a combination of things. One is to, to listen, uh, to get feedback, to give feedback. And to understand, and in, in a specific my case, having worked in many geographies, also to, un, to to connect to what local circumstances would be. But that always in combination with um, being result-oriented and, and, and being really clear on where we're going to. with And that linked with some positive energy um, in the direction we're going. On that positive side, there's always a negative to that as well. And sometimes leaders are faced with the, you know, the need to make some tough decisions, especially during times of crisis. Can you share a situation where you had to make a difficult decision as a leader and what was the process you used to come to that decision? Yeah, there's many, obviously. Um, um, and I, if I would think about, about that question, I, I think what is always the, the most difficult decisions, um, specifically for me want, uh, wanting to build and, and grow and develop businesses, is when you have to take the decision to walk away from a business. Um, uh, I think that's extremely tough. Um, and the way I do it is, um, is after looking at facts, obviously, but after a certain moment, you you've effectively already know what needs to happen. A similar category um, would be uh, the decisions on people. Um, uh, those are always tough. Um, I've learned through the years to be really honest, open and direct. Um, and I've seen that most of the times later on, it's also better for the uh, for the people. Uh, it makes you also convinced that, uh, that sometimes these tough calls need to be made, but they're often for the better for everyone. So, but they're not easy and uh, and they're, they're, they're hard to take. Right. And sometimes I would imagine the ones that really show who the best leaders are when they have the, the courage to kind of make those tough decisions. But do you have any advice for people, for managers, supervisors, on how they might best prepare for a challenge that could come their way in the future? Yeah, obviously, it's it's hard to imagine and have imagined COVID beforehand. But if you take this in general on how you prepare for a crisis or how you can be prepared uh, to cope with anything, I would start by making sure that you're fit. Um, uh, and And after that, make sure you're open, you listen. Uh, you have created an environment of trust so, so, that can, so that your people will be open because it's so essential in a crisis that there's openness on communication on what's going on. Stay positive, right? Well, but, but, but don't ignore the facts, but stay positive. Um, um, and don't be afraid of mistakes. Um, um, but I would say, but make sure that of those mistakes that we make, we actually learn from it, our people learn from it. And on that basis, we move on together because then you create a very positive, open uh, an atmosphere that you can face anything together as a team. Now, 
Back to you personally, um, do you have certain habits that have helped you in your leadership journey? Yeah, I think one of the things that I that I always think helps me a lot is I can um, I can actually shift off very well to re re-energize. And when you speak more about habits, I think uh, or that's maybe a characteristic. Um, I'm always very curious uh, and curious in in the in the culture you work in, the environment you work in, what people would think, and and uh, in the in the setting we're operating. Great. Do you believe that uh, leaders are born or made, and why? made um i'll tell you why <laughs> i'll tell you why really good leaders uh, have and continue to learn how to improve along the way so even if some had a had a great start because uh, they had lots of this already as a given uh, if they wouldn't continue to develop and learn they will eventually fail so people grow in their roles uh, they grow with the right approach and they ever every day become better leaders if you continue to learn absorb and pick up and f- continuously improve well that's good news i think for people who are interested in becoming a leader everybody has that opportunity right absolutely some of the things that we have in our organization can certainly help people as they try to become a leader or work toward becoming a good leader and one of those things is our leadership attributes which advocate leading with head heart and guts Do you think that these attributes might come into play in a situation where someone has to confront a team member or a group that's opposed to the direction that they're trying to take as a leader? Yeah, I I think they're they're very important then because I think uh, that's actually where you need to understand then um, uh, where he or she actually sits in this. What what uh, is, is it a head, a heart, a guts person? Where where um, where would uh, she or he lean towards? And then translates um, what you're trying to achieve or trying to do uh, into that perspective. Uh, so is it uh, does it then need to be very fact based or more based on 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 the feeling aspect or or gut feel aspect? Um, so try to understand their angle. And then approach the problem that way, and that helps often very well to then um, get them on uh, at least to understand and gradually on your side of how you want to approach something. So on a broader scale, um, looking at things that you might be trying to enact in an organization, whether it's getting people to understand and follow your vision, whether it's for the business overall or a project or strategy, how do you think the leaders can inspire their employees to to get on board with those things? Yeah, I, what helps for me um, is to to be able to create a simple picture of uh, um, what will be um, what it will be when we are when we are there where we're heading for. Um, uh, because that works, because then um, that works you to get to get excited. And I, I, I had a, a great example the other day, uh, uh, which was an, um, an example of a, a telecom customer in Australia. And the, the CEO of that customer um, explained what we had achieved for them. And she was explaining, thanks to our standardized way of operating, the, the way we've trained our people, the way we set up our systems, we could set up a complete operation for her in one week time. Well, that's a nice picture of how to explain, for instance, uh, why the standardization agenda is so important, why it's so important that we train and develop our people in a consistent way, why it's so important that we have modern standardization in our t- in our t- settings, and how you can then actually achieve the what today is considered impossible to set up an operation within a week. And so that really helped even myself to get excited about our own vision 
um, uh, hearing a customer translate that into a real life picture. And I think we're seeing that play out in supply chain in particular with strategy 2025 and all the exciting things that that we're moving forward on that and understanding what that end end point is going to be for us as an organization. Exactly. I, I agree. I mean, you can uh, with all uh, the whole strategy that we have at the moment and the way people are um, uh, engaging with this and owning it and taking it further uh, has to do a lot with this, this common passion that we now all have on where we're heading towards. Great. Exciting times. So in closing, is there anything else you'd like to share with us on leadership or your perspective on leadership? We are an organization of 150,000 people within supply chain. And, and what, is, what is so unique to see at the moment eh, is that we have 150,000 people that are fully on board um, uh, and run towards the same goals. Um, you've seen that now in the crisis, in the COVID crisis, how all people were really working towards the same goal to keep each other safe, to keep our customers' operation running, um, uh, and to make sure that we keep our, uh, um, our, our company uh, healthy. And, and to see that that overall has worked so well is such a proof of our Together and strategy. Great, great. Okay, well, thank you very much, Oscar, for joining us. We really appreciate you sharing those insights on leadership. Pleasure. Cheers. Thank you for listening, and please stay tuned for the next Made in the Americas podcast. <laughs>